You are listening to the Business Society Podcast with Melissa Houston, CPA, financial strategist for CEOs, and a Forbes.com columnist. The Business Society community is where business owners come together to learn about real business, common problems, and real solutions. Are you a successful business owner who is now ready to learn how to increase your profit margins so that you can keep more money in your pocket and build your personal net worth? You are in the right place. With over 20 years of experience working with business owners, I share with you real advice that will help you increase the profit in your business and build your net worth. I know you're a genius at what you do, regardless of what profession you're in, and I'm here to help you make sense of the money and other pressing business issues. Have a business problem? We'll find real business solutions. Dr. Sharon Grossman is the author of the international best-selling book, The 7E Solution to Burnout, Transforming High Achievers from Exhausted to Extraordinary. She is also the founder of the Exhausted to Extraordinary model, and over the past 19 years, she has helped over 500 physicians, entrepreneurs, and executives reshape their thinking and go from fried and frazzled to energized and exhilarated. Hi, Sharon. Welcome to the Business Society podcast. I'm so happy to have you here with us today. I am excited to be here and to talk to you and to your audience about burnout because it's the real thing with entrepreneurs. It is such a huge topic for entrepreneurs. So if you want to tell us a bit about your business and how you help entrepreneurs with burnout, that would be absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. Happy to do that. So I started out as a psychologist and over you know the last 20 years working with people, I really get to see what kind of person I like to work with best. And then I was like, oh, I really like people who are high achievers, people, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, so obviously I'm interested in that as well. And I was like, what can I really help them with? And one thing I found is that a lot of them are struggling with burnout. And I think now with COVID, people have been burning out in droves. And I just recently found the statistic that said that two thirds of workers end up burning out at some point in their career. And one thing I know is that a lot of times people burn out for multiple times, actually. So this is like a really big thing that most people end up experiencing at least at some point and sometimes more than once, right? And I was like, this is something that I can really help people with because I understand how the mind works. And so much of our burnout has to do with our thinking and how well we manage our emotions and just all the things that have to do with emotional intelligence and mindfulness and all these things. So I really kind of dove into this work. I started doing a bunch of research and I decided to write a book. And so I yeah, I published a book about a year ago, kind of walking people through all of the tools that help them go through that inner journey to really understand themselves better and how what they bring to the job actually contributes to their burnout. Because what I found is often people come to me and the first thing they do is they point out to everything out there. So it's my job and it's my career and it's my industry and it's my boss. And they don't really see what they bring to the table and how significant that is. So I thought it's really important for people to 
understand themselves. And especially if you're somebody who's burned out multiple times or I've had like recently I had a client who came in and she was like, you know, I I've bounced around like I've changed jobs every time I got burned out. I went somewhere else and she kept burning out. Right. And I think that is really an indication that there's something going on that you're bringing because it's kind of following you around everywhere you go. So, yeah. So first first question I have for you is the title of your book. Oh, yeah. So my my book is called <laughs> The 7E Solution to Burnout. And actually, okay. the way that we came up with this title is also a funny story. So I started to put all of my skills and things that I would teach my clients, you know, in therapy for the last 20 years, trying to like put that into like a systemic step-by-step system that people can follow when they're burned out. And it turned out that as I was also researching the topic, that a lot of the solutions, if you will, started with the letter E. And so we ended up with seven of them. And it's kind of cool because it's now taking the reader through this journey where they can start to build up these skills and they build one on top of the other. And it's really like a nice little pathway that they can follow and learn about themselves along the way. So I I have already mentioned emotional intelligence, and that's really the first E. And then we go all the way from there to E number seven, which is enlightenment. And the way that I like to talk about that is it's basically when you manage your mind, right, and you're no longer stuck in those limiting beliefs and, you know, in that self-sabotage and all that kind of stuff, then you lighten your load, right? Because our thoughts are these heavy things that we carry around and they make us feel all these feelings. And, you know, people who are burned out aren't just burned out, but they're experiencing overwhelm and anxiety and depression. And there's just so much going on. So we want to get you to a place where life feels lighter and easier and just things are simplified. I love that. So first of all, One of the basic questions is, what is burnout and how do you recognize it? Yeah, really, really good question. So I love this question so much because I feel like it's a term we toss around a lot, but I don't know that people necessarily have a good grasp on what it means. And I always like to start with definitions. So we're all on the same page. So thanks for asking that. And really, a way to think about it is burnout is essentially just chronic stress. So we all know what stress feels like because we experience it all the time. But it's kind of like this onion where you've got the stress and then another layer of stress and another layer of stress, and they just kind of pile up one on top of the other. And then you start to break down. And the way that the main, I would say, three symptoms that they talk about in the literature is that the first thing you typically notice is that you have this mental or emotional exhaustion which is quite different from physical exhaustion. And the way that I like to describe it, that difference is like physical exhaustion is kind of how you feel after you run a marathon. And if I said to you, okay, let's go take a walk, just a really short walk over to this cafe, you'd be like, can somebody just like put me in a pedicab or something and, and, you know, bring me over because like my legs have just like, I, I can't, I can't, I just need to lie down. I'm just utterly exhausted. But with burnout, because we're not actually exerting ourselves physically most of the time, 
it's really this, you know, what do we do at work? We're, we're focusing our mind. We're trying to deal with people. And so that can be stressful. We have deadlines. We're trying to get things done in a certain amount of time. So a lot of this is really mental and emotional. And so what we see is that you start to lose that ability to focus and even the motivation, like all of the things that you need to lean on in order to do your work are diminished. And what's different about it too is that if I said to you, hey, let's go watch a movie or let's go hang out and do something fun with, you know, with your friends, you have the energy to do those things because you're shifting from having to focus on something that's stressful to something that's fun, right? And, and that's the difference. You, the energy is there when you shift from what you're focusing on to something else, whereas with physical exhaustion, you're just done. You're just fried. Okay. Yeah. So that's, so that's the first thing people typically notice. And then from there, we go into the second symptom, which is cynicism, which is really about your attitude. So people will have kind of a negative way of talking and thinking about their work. And that can certainly affect how they show up. And again, the motivation gets diminished. And of course, if you're not motivated and you don't have the energy and it's hard to focus, then third thing we see is your performance starts to decline. And this is where it gets really tricky. This is where we get into a lot of the mindset stuff, right? So you're somebody who was able to do what you're now trying to do, but now you're not able to do it anymore. So what happens and you you start to interpret what that means. And you might say to yourself, there's something wrong with me. I don't know what it is. You know, and sometimes we go into these ideas of like, I'm broken or, you know, that sort of thing. And what I want to say to people is that if you understand how burnout manifests, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just that you're going through something right now. You're not broken. It's absolutely something that can be fixed. You just have to use this as your wake up call to say, okay, like something's going on. I need to pay more attention. And what I find is oftentimes we burn out because we're not balanced, right? And so our body starts to kind of yell at us. And it's like, hey, listen, something's not right here. You need to start paying more attention to the inner world, to like your body and to your mind and all these things and stop just pouring all of your resources into work. And we sometimes just keep pushing, you know, especially for those high achievers, like we're just like focused on accomplishing stuff and to know that we've reached our goals and all this stuff. And so sometimes we'll push a little too hard. And every time you do that, you get a little bit more burned out. And then finally, I've, I mean, I've heard some awful stories about people who have, they just kept pushing and they kept pushing and they kept pushing and they didn't do anything to change it. They didn't use it as a wake-up call. And they really just started to disintegrate to the point where some people experienced, I mean, like the most awful autoimmune diseases, their hair was falling out, they had multiple hospitalizations. I mean, this stuff is like really bad if you're not listening to it when it's calling. So this is why I'm here to really (laughs) educate people and what to look out for so this doesn't happen to you. 
Yeah, I mean, that sounds really severe to get to the point where you're losing your hair and you're, you, you've got these autoimmune diseases and such. And so what are the kind of warning signs that you would pick up on before you got to like such an extreme point? Well, I mean, like I said, I think the first thing people typically notice is they're just drained, right? Like they just don't have the energy to do what they were doing before. And so people use all kinds of terminologies to talk about this, but, you know, they'll say I'm fried or I'm toast. You know, I like, I love all these little terms that people use. But yeah, I mean, this is some of the stuff that we see. And the thing is that burnout can manifest very differently for different people. So it can have mental manifestations. It can have emotional manifestations. It can manifest in how you do things differently or like your inability to do things that you were doing before. Or maybe you start self-medicating and now you're like drinking every night and you're like, I need this because I'm so stressed out and I need something to like get like out of that stress mode, right? So you start to notice like, what are you doing that is supposedly helping you? But really what it's doing is just leading you to escape the reality of your situation. And then creates a whole other problem for you because now, you know, you're overweight or your health has declined or you've spent all your money on compulsive shopping and things of that nature, right? So we want to look at that. It can also manifest physically, as we said. So I mentioned hair loss and things like that, but some people have pain. Some people have just because of their lowered immune system, because that's what stress does to us, Really, anything and everything is is like a stress thing. So you can have more colds and you can get the flu more easily. You, you can get chronic fatigue, eczema, IBS. You can get knots in your stomach, heart palpitations, headaches, like everything, right? Everything that happens in our body can be related back to stress. So there's not really one thing to look out for. It's different in everybody. And I actually recently thought about, you know, how important it is for because like if you have a room full of people and we're all burned out, we may have all arrived at the same destination, but we all got there for a different reason and it might manifest differently for each of us. And then what that means is that what we need in order to recover is going to be very different for each of us, right? So recently what I decided to do was create this program to help people kind of decode their burnout and figure out like, what is happening for me personally? How is it manifesting for me? And what do I need in order to recover, which is going to be different from someone else who's burned out? I'd love to hear more about this program. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'm happy to share it. Yeah, so basically what I, after doing the research and interviewing a bunch of people, that have burned out and really putting it all together, I realized burnout is multifactorial. And if I had to kind of narrow it down, there are three primary factors that contribute to any individual's burnout situation. The first one is really your programming. And this is all the stuff that comes from your early life experiences, from circumstances that you lived through, this has shaped your belief structure, the way that you see the world, 
you know, and, and that can be from your experiences. It can also be from other people that you've lived with. And, you know, oftentimes if our parents believe something and we grow up with them kind of teaching that system to us, if you will, then we absorb it. And it's not even our own, but we're like, oh, well, we've always done it this way. And we, we never really questioned it. But maybe that doesn't work for us. And that's limiting us in some ways, right? So there's all these things. It's like our religion and our just all of the things that are, come from our early life experiences kind of create our programming and how, how we move forward in the world. So that's the first factor. The second factor is really your environment. So that's the thing I was telling you, like people usually lead with and they'll say it's like my work, it's my boss, things like that. And certainly there is some truth to that, but it's not the whole truth, right? Certainly we see that certain work cultures are very toxic and certain people that you might work with are very negative and that can be detrimental to your own mental health. And then there's also your own life stressors and social determinants and all that creates your environment. So even if work is going really well, you might be burning out because maybe things aren't going well at home and you're going through like a rocky divorce or you've got a child who's got special needs and you are just stretched so thin, right? So there's all these different factors that come into play and that's your environment. And then the third factor is your personality. And that's really like all the things that we see in terms of how you think, how you feel, how you're emotionally kind of affected by things and what you lead with and then what you do and how you do it and all these things. So we've got the people who are burning out because they're those overachievers. And those are the people who are pushing super hard. And that's a very common profile when we think about burnout is the people that I was telling you about, you know, they're losing their hair and stuff. It's often the people who aren't listening to the signs and they're pushing so hard and they push for so long and they don't take their breaks and they don't ever go on vacation and they're just working 24-7 nights and weekends and they just can't turn it off. And even when they're not working, they're thinking about work. And so there's never really any downtime. So we see that as a personality structure, if you will. And then we have the people who are really stuck in their minds. And so they're very self-critical they beat themselves up for all of their mistakes. They try to compensate for all of this by being perfectionists, but that takes them a lot longer to get their work done because now they've got to check everything a hundred times and it's never quite there. And so they got to pour more time and energy into the things that really could take a lot less time. And what that does is it brings them out of balance because now they've run out of time to have outside of work for themselves. And that's the thing that we need to be in balance, right? We need to be able to have time away from work to recover so that we can come back the next day just as strong. But if we're always on, then at some point something has to give and then that's where we see the burnout kind of happening. Now, what kind of activities would you suggest that people, you know, pursue in order to deflect that type of burnout? So again, I mean, I highly recommend people kind of decode their burnout to see what is leading them to burnout. So depending on that, you can customize your recovery strategy 
So if you have like a specific question, I'm happy to answer it. Like in terms of maybe, I don't know if you've ever experienced burnout or if you know somebody who has, and we can bring that in as an example. Yeah, I was thinking more along the lines of, you know, when you said like, you need to take that time away from the computer or from work, however you work. And, you know, like what kind of things can you do for a lot of high achievers and for people who just don't know what to do other than work? I'm assuming that you're saying that we need to take some self-care activities, like go for a walk or, you know, find things that are non-work related that bring us joy. Would that be correct? Absolutely. So this is where sometimes people struggle, especially if you're that overachiever and you're constantly thinking about time as this, well, I could be using that time to get more work done. And I think especially entrepreneurs fall into that trap, right? Because we're running our own business. And if we don't do it, like no one's going to do it for us kind of a thing. So we're always thinking, well, I could have written that extra email or I could have, you know, made a new course or I could have made more calls and I could have talked to more people or whatever it is. And I think that's a trap, right? And that's why so many entrepreneurs burn out because we're always thinking about what more we could do instead of thinking about what are the most important things that you need to do in your business that only you can do and do that and then do it efficiently. So, you know, none of that perfectionism stuff that we talked about because then it's going to take you a lot longer. So figuring out how to get around that. Obviously, the other end of the stick there is not to procrastinate either. And if you're procrastinating, there's probably a good reason. And then we want to look at what is leading you to procrastinate. And it could be that you either underestimate yourself or you overestimate how hard it's going to be, or just that you don't like to do those tasks. And then it just means that you might want to find somebody else to delegate it to, right? Like you can outsource it to a virtual assistant or you can find like a solution for it. And then you don't have to like stay stuck in this business. And all that does is it makes you more efficient in how you run your business so that you have the time to live your life. And what that means is that you spend time on yourself and you spend time with other people that you enjoy spending time with, that you love, and that you do things that are fun. Because what is the point of having this successful business in the first place? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Especially if you can't enjoy it because you've worked yourself to the bone. Exactly. Like I, I, I like to say, you know, when you live to work, that's where you get burned out. And so to reverse that, you got to work to live. And that's really where the burnout recovery strategies come in. I love that. You know, you've been a wealth of information today. If there was one thing that you would really want listeners to walk away with from this conversation, what would that be? So we started out by talking about the importance of identifying burnout and testing yourself or kind of identifying what's happening for you. And the earlier you do it, the more quickly you can find intervention strategies to help with that. What I invite people to do is I've got a burnout quiz on my website that they take the quiz and answer. I've got, I think, like 20 questions that really talk about different aspects of how you engage with your work and what symptoms you might be experiencing and how you feel and what you think and all these things. And then basically what I personally look at your responses and I email you performance review, if you will, like I'll tell you exactly what I'm seeing 
and then I can send you some resources. So I'm happy to share that with your audience. And you can just find that on my website on my homepage. It's at drsharongrossman.com. Perfect. So we will leave that link in the show notes. Is there another way that people can reach out, maybe follow you on Instagram or LinkedIn or somewhere? Yeah, I'm definitely on LinkedIn. Uh, so just look me up, Sharon Grossman. And I, I'm not really on Instagram right now, but I, I do have a Facebook group called the High Achievers Lounge. So people are welcome to join me over there. And I've got lots and lots of resources on my website, including a link to my book if people want to coach themselves through burnout that's available and lots of other goodies so yeah i just like to direct people to one place to find all the things then let them decide what works for them perfect well thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us today absolutely thanks for having me i enjoyed it thanks for listening to the business society podcast if you've enjoyed this episode leave us a review Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with someone you think would love it. Until next time, I'm Melissa Houston. And never forget, nobody will ever care about your money as much as you do. So never give your financial power away.